Welcome to your letter set. This is Karen. This is Bonnie. Howdy, howdy. It's your letter set. <laughs> it's our letter set that we're going to let you borrow for the next little while. But welcome to Deconversion Therapy, and it's good to see you guys. You look good. You look lovely. <laughs> and I look lovely. You know why, Bonnie? Because you're looking at me. Yes, that's it. <laughs> I decided to cut my hair again. And you can't see it, but yesterday, like COVID boredom, I don't go get my hair cut. So I had these little dermaplane things that you can shave your face, supposedly. <laughs> and I'm like, what would it be like if I used no. it in my hair? No. I think I love it. So I did like a razor cut. Now there's one place in the back that I couldn't get. But <laughs> I'm thinking so it's just like a tail. If I braid it with a little gold cord or something, I can just sort of mask that. But I'm like, I think I'm getting good. I think I'm going to open a shop. Um, good for you. Mm -hmm. Can you give tutorials? It's going to be called Random Hair. And it's just <laughs> like, do you want the two sides of your hair not to match? <laughs> Come into Random Hair. So you guys can find us on all the things. Go to TikTok. I was Twittering the other day. Very happy about that. Where's my award? We have a great Facebook group. And I've been throwing out questions lately. And one was... What is your church now? And yeah. so it was really good. Like people could answer the forest or, you know, just sleeping in or TV or whatever. But the good part is when people answered, they all sort of clumped together like, oh, I like that. Or where do you go do this? So that was nice. So we have a Facebook group. And then that is cool. We have Instagram. The people in Facebook group are so nice and, and supportive. I'm sorry. Why are you crying? I'm not. Why are you wiping? I think I have, I think, I, I think sunscreen got, sunscreen got in my eye. Oh, do you need to go flush it? No, because um, I think I just wiped it all off of my shirt. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I thought that I was bringing you to tears. <laughs> Uh, okay, ow. And then we have an Instagram. And I'm telling you, I keep hearing bad things about Instagram. And I tried something the other day where it's like, okay, they're going to push out videos. So I made a video on Instagram where I took something I'd made on TikTok and I re-recorded it to fit into a minute. Um, oh, okay. Is that the deal with Instagram? It has to be under a minute? Yes, which is hard for me. Uh, I seem to have watched a lot of Russell Brand stuff that's way more than a minute. Well, he probably has some special thing that he gets <laughs> to do. But, but they, you have to push a button that says continue watching. See, that's I think they got rid of that. The IGTV, oh. I have no clue, but they're changing up so much. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, it's the demise of Instagram. Who knows? I mean, it's the, the demise of Facebook, but like, what, if, what are our options? Life. 
what? <laughs> but I mean, not just... shitting on everybody in the comments. I don't know. <laughs> Where? What are our options to like gather with our like-minded people who listen to us? I don't know. Yeah. Our OnlyFans is full, by the way, so don't even try. <laughs> okay. Did you watch Pam? You did watch Pam and Tommy, right? Oh, my God. Yes, I watched Pam and Tommy. Yeah. I watched. We can't spoil it. I watched Karen so much horrified. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, just in case anybody out there is interested, if you want to see Lady Rose from Downton Abbey all nude, it's there. I did not expect that. I did not expect the kind of nudity that has crossed my visual apparatus. But you know that all that's prosthetics. I'm like, where can I get that? Hers is prosthetics? Yep. Hers is a prosthetic. Isn't that amazing? Wow. I'm like, well, then give it to yes. me. Yeah. Then it is amazing. And the I other. Was, I was happy for her. <laughs> now, like, <laughs> I was, oh, okay. Oh, my God. But I kept saying to people, like, episode two. Oh, my God, episode two. And there's some people I know on Twitter, and they're like, I'm not there yet. Oh, I haven't watched it that yet. And I'm like, get back to me. <laughs> get back. Yeah, and um, I just, she was so cute when she first hit Hollywood and was dating Scott Bayo. I know. So cute. And then what happens one day, just like, poof, you go and you decide, I'm going to go from having my hair highlighted to a single process blonde mm -hmm. and do this outlining with my lips and, like, never look back. And, Take all my eyebrows right. off. Yeah. <laughs> just, I guess it's like when... You, I mean, she became Pam Anderson then. It's like when Farrah Fawcett became Farrah Fawcett. I don't know. Yeah. And is it like now I find Kid Rock attractive? It's a big leap. <laughs> How? What? No one finds Kid Rock attractive. You know, they were married, Bonnie. Yeah, I know. How? You know, it's... And, okay, so she was married to Kid Rock and Scott Baio, like two very outspoken I didn't know they were married, jerks. Scott Baio. Oh, not married, but yeah, went yeah. out with. So, like, two very outspoken, jerky kind of guys. I know. It's yeah. so weird. But Tommy, I mean, <laughs> I feel like I know him intimately because I feel like I was violated watching episode two. It was traumatic. Yeah. Um, yep. I read his book. I know where that stuff came from. See, you know all the good gossip. <laughs> it's right there in his book. Uh, no, oh I would rather have him tell me with his penis. Okay, let's <laughs> get into our letter sodes. You guys, you can send these to us at Deconversion Therapy Podcast. There's a little place there. And the place is, it says, send in your story. And that's what you do. And then there's another place where it says, send in your suggestions for a show. And that's where you can, again, suggest. Um, and I think it's been requested a lot. And once I find some time, I'm going to also make a resource list where people can purchase books and things that might help them with the process or we have names of, 
you know, therapists, etc. So we're going to figure that out. Let me tell you what I I heard on a book that I'm reading that's like a self-help kind of thing, but anybody can benefit from this as far as doing too much for other people. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't need to set myself on fire to keep people warm. (gasps) Oh. So you're saying I shouldn't put the resources because these fuckers (laughs) can do it on their own? I'm not going to let my flames decrease? (laughs) I but I feel like a lot of times I will set myself on fire just to keep somebody warm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll bend over backwards to, you know, coordinate fixing somebody's light bulb and then it turns out they could have just gone to a store and bought a light bulb. This is what I of, deal with all yeah. the time. And you and I have talked about yeah. this where one we're too good for this world. Two <laughs> Like there is, I mean, I am always saying not my circus, not my monkeys. Like even if I'm going on social media and there's someone I know or don't know who has a problem or whatever, I'm like, oh, I can, I can help this person. And then I realize there's already comments. There's already people helping them. Sounds terrible, but. (laughs) <laughs> like the comments are going to help them. I like that That's notion. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where do you get your best advice? Comments. <laughs> oh, let me go fuck yourself. Let me, and I did. Let me help you and change you. <laughs> but it's you. it. I'm just like, I need to focus more <laughs> on things that are, are productive. And I need to focus on our listeners. That's it. Yeah, and, um, you know, uh, don't set yourself on fire to keep people warm. I just loved it. Loved it. But okay. we're hot, girl. Um, okay, so let's I'm going to read one. Let's read I snuck, the letters. I, I took a sneak peek down at the bottom, and it said it's okay to read uh, Ian's name. So, hey, Ian, this is your letter. Unless it's um, Ian, like Ian Zerling from 90210. Oh, sure. That's not weird. Okay. Um, Ian says, in my very conservative Christian home growing up, there were very few activities that were allowed. (laughs) Here we go. These are the best story beginnings. We were allowed to sit straight ahead and stare. (laughs) Your torture is our enjoyment. I'm so sorry. So everything else was sinful, quote unquote. For a while, my father, a public school music educator, was really into Revolutionary War fife and drum music. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, okay. Uh, It started with going to see reenactments, and my father sensed this was something we could all do as a family. This started in my last two years of high school and into college. Wow, way to make you extra cool. (laughs) Hey, what's the best way to meet girls? (laughs) Fife and drum music. (laughs) Is that a fife in your pocket? (laughs) He acquired a few old-timey drums and fifes. (laughs) Of course course he did. And went further, buying uniforms for us. Oh, my God. We had knee-length pants. (laughs) (laughs) So did we. They were called knickers. And and poofy shirts, similar to the Seinfeld poofy shirt. (laughs) And and 
And Bonnie's gone, guys. And budget hats from a local Halloween shop. Budget. You don't want to blow the bank on your hat? What? Okay. Budget hats okay. from a local Halloween shop. You know, if there's anywhere to skimp on your reenactment outfit, it's your headwear. Okay. Um. Black church shoes and white knee socks completed the costume. My sisters played fifes and my brother and I played drums. Sexist. Um, That was my addition. In the summers, while I was away working at a Christian summer resort, I used to make my sisters and brother practice marching in the local Walmart parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's not bad enough you're going to Walmart. But you're not going in. You're just march in the parking lot. We would do parades or historical events, especially if they offered money for the performance. Oh my, oh god. my god. Bonnie's what gotta wipe her eyes. What kind of organization has a budget and they're like, you know what, we're gonna pay for but i'm also like i watch all my true crime shows and they're always looking in walmart parking lots where the crimes happen and now i'm just picturing them looking at closed circuit (laughs) television and they're like why are those kids marching get those kids marching out of the way (laughs) this is abuse I had just come home from my freshman year at college, a.k.a. a year of not having to go to church, watching whatever I wanted on TV, smoking a pipe and cigarettes all the time, <laughs> going out drinking, and having the options to not go to class. My father had booked us into a parade <laughs> about two hours from home. Thank God no one will see you. Please um, go to our... Uh, Please go to our episode on Join a Parade, on how you can get in a parade to witness. Okay. We drove down, marched in the parade, tooting away on British and colonial martial music. What fun. It really sucks being in front of a fire engine with a siren. Oh, my God. On the way home, we got stuck in traffic. We used to have a giant Chevy station wagon with wood panel sides. Of course you did. Which could fit all of us kids, all four, and mom and dad. In order to haul all of the old-timey drums, we were using one of those giant car-top carriers. Since we were coming home from the parade, we were all still in our costumes. (laughs) As traffic crawled along, we began to pass a church. Being the good Christians they were, the church people were using the opportunity to witness that the captive audience rolling along at two to three miles per hour (laughs) in front of their door. My job was to get. Sorry, I had to read ahead. I'm My so job... sorry. I am. Sorry. Not only are you making Bonnie lose it, but now she's getting more sunscreen <laughs> in her eyes. She keeps okay. like wiping it. My job was to get the emergency backup Bible from the car. <laughs> Where do you keep that? Lean out the back window and let the church people know we didn't need witnessing. 
I leaned out the car window in my costume and yelled, hey, we're Christians too. We're Christians too. What a sight. The church people got a real kick out of it and hooted and hollered with lots of amens and praise. So embarrassing. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, that's so funny. He also said great podcast, but you know, listen, so that sweet. was a great letter. Uh, oh I can picture God. those felt hats that you get at the Halloween <laughs> store because they budget like hats, they <laughs> dent so easily because they're budget hats. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, thank you so much, Ian. Uh, Ian. Oh my gosh, oh. Ian. <laughs> Just in case. I was, I mean. Please write us and tell us that when you smoked weed that you did it in a fife once. (laughs) Okay, this one's from Bethany. Even before I was eligible for youth group, because ours was seventh grade on, my youth pastor seemed to hate my guts. (laughs) It was always a huge mystery to me as to why, since I was your standard do-gooder who was raised in the church and quiet as a mouse. He would regularly find me sitting somewhere, minding my own business, and say something like, you look like you're up to something. I assure you, I was just existing (laughs) in absolute innocence, or as we would say, repression. There's a little set-up context for how he treated me on the regular. The youth pastor was the kind of dude who was pushing 40s but wore the faded jeans, spiked hair, leather <sighs> bracelets. And that is the end of this letter. No, I'm joking. <laughs> you know the type. Everyone thought he was the coolest. He always had a posse of young young girls what? around him, and he increasingly made our youth activities more and more uncomfortable. We legit played that kiss and blow game with a card like in the movie Clueless. I couldn't tell you how that relates to the Bible, but okay. <laughs> One Wednesday night, he decided to play this other horrible game with us that I don't think I'll ever forget. Oh, my God. He made the whole youth group. I'm bracing myself. (laughs) (laughs) He made the whole youth group, like 50 kids, stand on one side of the gym. He would read off a sin or a situation, and if you related to it, you were supposed to cross a line and walk to the opposite side of the gym, and everyone would be watching. This is just like, oh, there's... Yeah, the, Pete Holmes <laughs> talked about it in his book. And there's also like an old MTV show where they would go to high schools and they would do this, uh-huh. but it wasn't sins. It was like, you know, if you've got a, you know, single household or your lights got turned off because you couldn't afford it. But oh, this is yeah. different. So it's only shaming. <laughs> All right, so she says, imagine the horror of him saying you've thrown up after a meal on purpose and watching some of your peers have to out themselves in front of everyone and crossing the line. What a shithead. Who tells the truth? (laughs) At one point, it even starts to get sexual. Surprise, surprise. We have said it before. We will say it again. Youth group is just... Sexy talk all day long. Okay. At the end of this very uncomfortable exercise, he opens the mic to anyone who has a confession. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> and needs to get their sin or whatever off their chest, one that he hasn't said. I wasn't paying attention. The music was loud, and I was too busy talking with my friends to notice a certain individual stand up and make his way to the mic. Oh, no. <sighs> he gets up to the mic and says something. I didn't hear over the music. My friend nudged me to look at this guy and my youth pastor who was glaring at me viciously. The pastor has the guy repeat himself louder into the mic. Oh, no. Quote, Bethany, I've been having impure thoughts about you. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Ew, I died inside. I knew he watched me. I knew there was whispers of a crush, but I didn't think I would have to deal with it. Everyone just got quiet for a moment because this was beyond what people had been getting up to say. It was on its own level. What was I supposed to do? Forgive him and give him a big frontal hug? This person is living my life. (laughs) No, there was only one thing to do. Trying not to throw up from embarrassment and honestly just plain confusion as to why this was happening to me. I fled. Good. I ran out of the gym, and the last thing I saw was my youth pastor looking angrily at me. Other youth leaders, chaperones basically, told me that I acted inappropriately because it was a spiritual moment. And, quote, oh, how brave and noble that guy was for being honest and giving it up to God. No. No, no. No. That's that's traumatic. It's traumatic. That's traumatic. The youth pastor is disgusting. Yep. The youth pastor made sure to find me later and tell me just how unchristlike I was behaving by ignoring what happened that night. For oh weeks, people treated me like the ass, like I was rejecting them or something, and not because this guy, this dude, admitted to fantasizing about me. And there was a large age difference, by the way, in front of everyone. Everyone was hyper aware in the church that I was being a, quote, mean girl by bolting every time I saw this guy come into the room. I was treated differently from that moment on. I was guilted so hard that today, 15 years later, I still feel belts of shame for my behavior. Before I go, want to guess what happened to that youth pastor? That's right. He was rumored to have been preying on the youth girls he didn't randomly hate and was quietly shipped off to a different Wesleyan church in the circuit. Bananas. How'd you guess? Thanks, ladies, and I love this podcast, and I'm unreasonably unreasonably bitter that you don't upload every day. Hear that, Bonnie? <laughs> Just to suit me, because I binged your con- content in an unhealthy way. God bless you. Now Bonnie is crying again. I love that unreasonably bitter. <laughs> Let me just mention a couple things about this. The youth pastor was <laughs> cut into the chase like, I will ask the question and then have the girls most likely to do it again. Ah, you know, go one gotcha, side gotcha. Of the gym. Or 
awful. When he would go up and say, it looks like you're up to something, maybe he was gauging response and yeah. seeing if a girl would be like, oh, how'd you know, Justin? Because we know his name was Justin. <laughs> Although I always feel like... um there's certain people who I can tell they hate me because they know that I have a bullshitometer <laughs> that goes off when they're around. Yeah. And they, they approach me and they're immediately like on the defense. I'm like, yeah, I know why you're on the defense. I see through you. I see through you. Yeah. You're full of shit. Anyway. Someone said something good the other day somewhere where they said that their therapist told them we're magnets. So we attract, but yet we also repel. And so we repel the people who, you know, just aren't fit for us, etc. Who cares? But if we try so hard to please the ones we're repelling, then mm -hmm. we cut off the strength of our ability to attract people who are the right ones for us. Boom, bam. I didn't hear that wow. on social media. I made that up. I'm brilliant. Oh. I'm a wow. I'm a hair cuttist therapier. Wow. I know. That's that's amazing. Random hair and thoughts by Karen. Okay, all that's going through my head right now is the fife music at the end <laughs> of Eric Clapton's song. <laughs> She's waiting. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Speaking of fifes though, do you remember when pan flute music was a thing you mean like yanni yeah yeah and it was huge and you guys if you're younger you didn't have to live through that phase but i remember bonnie did the nicest thing on the day of my wedding she sent over a masseuse and so the woman brought the table i was laying there she put on her boom box and it was like all this pan flute music, <laughs> relaxing. But it was in the days where like you would have to put, I guess she put it up to another recording and would press record. You know uh -huh. what I mean? To make a mixtape. Yeah. So halfway through as <laughs> oh, I'm <no. laughs> releasing my tension, I hear this. Stop that. Get away from there. And it's like a boy's <laughs> voice. So it snuck in the recording. And she just goes, I'm so sorry. And then it goes back to the... Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, I my loved gosh. It. That's great. Oh, thanks. I never knew that. That's I don't funny. tell you things. Fine. I Good. keep them from you. <laughs> okay, so... This person also says it's okay to use a first name. So this is from Amber. My story. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for your podcast. It has given me hours of entertainment. I just found it this year and started from the beginning, and it has completely pushed out the other podcast I was listening to. Oh, that's, that's so, so sweet. sweet. And I hope that that <laughs> podcast was Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, that means, okay. Um <laughs> Okay, so it goes, so I grew up in a very religious household, and my mom went through a weird phase where she incorporated some Jewish practices into her mostly Baptist beliefs. Wow. That's, that's, that's Messianic Jewishness, I'm telling you. But that's also kind of night and day. Let's see what they were. My mom and some of my younger siblings started celebrating Jewish holidays. 
and some smaller things. But one of the things that confused me the most was she took to blowing a shofar at the beginning of prayer. Uh, And did you you know that women aren't even supposed to blow shofars? That's funny. So if you guys don't know what it is, it's like this horn thing. And you blow through it and it makes a kind of sound, right? You're very good at that. Thanks. Yeah. So one day my mom came to me and said, you may want to leave the house today. My friends and I are praying over the house and we'll be going to every room. Now, as much as I disagree with my parents on their beliefs, I'm very grateful for the fact that my mom never tried to force me into a belief once I told her I was not a Christian. She would pray for me on her own and that was about it. So she was trying to give me a heads up that her friends would be there so I didn't have to be around to hold the praying. That's nice. What kind of magical parent is that, (laughs) though? I know. Like, I'm going to get you by my behavior, not my forcing you into going to church. Unfortunately, I was sick that day and couldn't leave. My mom decided that she would let her friends go to her room first and pray over it. Then let me sneak in there since they wouldn't be going back in. As I snuck through the hallway, I could hear prayers and horn blowing throughout the house. (laughs) I did have to politely decline one prayer from a friend, but that was about all that happened while they were there. Once her friends left, I went to the pantry for some food and grabbed a can of beans. Don't judge my snack choice. I was (laughs) vegan at the time in a household full of people who didn't know how to buy vegan food. The can was slippery i asked my mom why the can seemed weirdly oily and she said oh my friend took some cleansing essential oils and rubbed it around the house (laughs) never got a good explanation on why but that's the story of how i ate some cleansed beans in a holy house (laughs) gas free awesome so i don't know if you have ever like done the whole anointing and oil thing So they would do that in like charismatic churches. They would bring the oil and then they'd sort of, you know, try and and Catholicness you up by putting the oil. But they would also be like, get oil. It doesn't matter what kind. Pray over it. It can be vegetable oil and go around your house and then put the oil like on the door jams of the different rooms yeah. So it was basically like sage cleaning your house, but, but just a different belief system. And so I knew people where you could see like these little oily fingerprints right. in their house yeah. where they put the little oil. But beans? <laughs> beans? A can of beans. <laughs> But I mean, the, I bet those were blessed, blessed beans. Beans. <laughs> God, I'm hungry. You know what I really would like for a snack? Beans. A can of beans. Because, you know, let me slip by this shofar and go get my beans. <laughs> Thank you guys again for your letters. We'll take all of them. Just send them all in. Um, the more embarrassing for you, the better for our entertainment. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And um, don't be full of beans. Yeah, because then you will really have a shit pile. But on phone. Bye. <laughs>